Just Our Real Estate, episode number 133. All right, thank you for joining me here at Just Our Real Estate. I appreciate you being here. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host. And before we get started, I just want to make a quick announcement and let you know that I'm currently accepting applications for my coaching program for the month of May. So if you'd like to get in, if you'd like to have me uh, get into your business and help you take it to the next level, I would be thrilled to talk to you. And like I said, I'm accepting applications for the month of May. And if you want to find out more, go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach. Okay, on to the show. All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I am excited to have you here. And today we're going to continue along the theme of top things that different people in your business or that you come in contact with in your business should be doing and how we're separating the good ones from the bad ones. And today we're going to talk about wholesalers. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the top five things that good wholesalers will do. And, you know, over the years, I, I have kind of made a, a, a mental list of what I want out of a good wholesaler. And I'll tell you, I'm always on the lookout for good wholesalers. So if you're anywhere near Metro Detroit and you're a wholesaler and um, you're interested in, in putting me on your buyer's list or you really have properties like really good deals, not you know, like deals that are almost retail price, but I mean like good deals, right? Where you take the after repair value, subtract out, um, you know, the, the rehab cost and, you know, subtract out, you know, the cost of money and, and basically do the whole thing. We've went through that whole process, right, of how you determine what you'll offer on a house. So, um, you know, basically I'm looking for wholesalers that are that are doing that. And, you know, rule of thumb, I guess, if you're somewhere around 50% of after repair value, that takes into account, you know, a, a, just a very, very general rule of thumb, takes into account the rehab and the holding and the closing and all that stuff. So anyways, if there's good re, uh, good wholesalers in, in Metro Detroit and you're listening to this, get a hold of me. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to buy properties from you. But what we're going to talk about today is, is what the good ones do, the good wholesalers, right? So the one thing I, I, I actually didn't put on this list, and I, it's, it's almost so fundamental that I, I actually didn't even think of it as like something that, you know, a bonus type thing. But I will say this, for any wholesalers out there, please do not do not get yourself involved in what's uh, called in the industry a daisy chain, which is basically, let's just say I am a wholesaler, right? I'm calling myself a wholesaler, and I get a, a property uh, comes across my desk, you know, someone sends me and maybe an, even another wholesaler sends me a property and says, I have this property available. Uh, the cost is $20,000. And then I take that email and I, I strip out all the information that I don't want anybody to see. And I send it out to my buyer's list and say, I have this property available for $25,000. See, I just marked it up 5,000, but I don't own the property. I don't have it under contract. I don't control it. So I should not be sending that out to my buyer's list and making it seem as if I have control of that property. And then sometimes what even happen is somebody that I send it out to will send it out to other people and say, I've got this property available for $30,000, right? So there's this long chain of people claiming to, to have the authority to to um, offer this house up, and really they don't, right? It's the beginning person, that first wholesaler who really has it under contract. So I guess what I'm getting at, long story short, I'm getting long-winded, but if you're a wholesaler and you're offering properties to your buyer's list that you don't have under contract, 
I say, shame on you. You should have them under contract. You should have control of those properties before you offer them up to your buyer's list. It's very poor practice to do it any other way. So that's that's not even number one. I'm just saying that as, man, that should just be expected. But I don't know if it's always something that's done. And there are wholesalers out there that'll you know make a, a business practice of not having properties under contract and then offering them out for sale. So shame on you. Don't do that. Okay, the first thing though in my top five list of things that a good wholesaler will do that kind of sets them maybe apart from the bad wholesalers, to, to put it bluntly, is they they only send you leads that match your criteria, right? So in, in my area, Metro Detroit, um, you know, if I ask for properties in the suburbs around Detroit, and then I have a wholesaler that keeps sending me properties in the city of Detroit, even though I've told them I don't buy properties in the city of Detroit, but that's the ones they're sending me, that's not that's not the business practice of a good wholesaler. They shouldn't bother you with properties that you're not interested in. If they have a Detroit property, they should sell the Detroit properties or market the Detroit properties to their Detroit buyers, not to me. I'm not buying in the city of Detroit. I buy in the suburbs around Detroit. So I don't want to get properties that I'm not interested in. So that's one thing that a good wholesaler won't just blast out properties to a list that, you know, it just hit and miss whether or not you're actually giving them something that they want. So that's number one. Okay. The second one is a good wholesaler will provide buyers with an accurate after repair value or ARV. Now, I understand and, and I think it's understood in the industry and, and if you're not familiar, I'm going to tell you that it's understood that everybody at the end of the day is responsible for doing their own due diligence. Okay, that goes without saying. I'm not I'm not suggesting that someone else should do your due diligence for you and you don't even, you know, you don't even look to see what properties are worth in your opinion, but a good wholesaler will provide you with a market analysis. They'll provide you with good local comps that really are good comps, right? They're, they're comparable to the house that they're selling you, all right? That's what comp stands for, comparable. So they're going to send you a good, accurate ARV to the best of their ability to determine it, right? And then it's your responsibility to take that information and either use it or double check and verify, which you always should do, but you should be given a start, starting point by your wholesaler. They should be giving you that ARV. Okay, number three, they should provide their buyers with a good repair estimate. Okay, so that's why sometimes it's difficult to be a wholesaler if you've never done the business because when you're marketing these properties to, you know, most likely, most often, of someone who's going to flip it, right? Someone who's going to fix and flip these properties, you should be providing them with the repair estimates. Again, it's their responsibility to go in there and see what the actual repairs are going to be, but you should at least be able to give them a list of things that need to be repaired, and then you should always actually tag onto that what your estimate of cost will be. So I I say and what I look for in a good wholesaler is I, I appreciate when they give me the repair estimates, but I more appreciate it when they give me a list of things that need to be repaired, right? I know how much it costs to, to uh, put a roof on a house, for example, a thousand square foot ranch. You don't have to give me, a, I don't need an estimate for that. It's fine if you do it, but just tell me it needs a new roof. Tell me it needs a new water heater. Tell me that the hardwood floors need to be refinished. And then I can I can do my own math on the repairs, but at least tell me what needs to be fixed. And then the estimates are, are just a great add-on if you want to put those in there. But you have to give the the flipper an idea of what, what's going on with this house. Because the reality is, 
most flippers are not going to go and visit all these houses you're sending. You're sending them. They're either going to buy it or not based on what you're telling them. Uh, at least once they've been doing it for a while. If they know the area, you tell them the size of the house, you tell them what street it's on, you give them the address. You know, they can go on Google Maps and look at the outside of it if they want, or Google Earth and look on the outside of it. But a lot of flippers who've been doing this a long time will buy things sight unseen because they're so familiar and so comfortable with the process. So give them a list of what needs to be done and then throw a number at it too if you have a good idea. But you should always give them those those lists of repairs. All right, number four provide pictures. Now, I just said you can get on Google Earth and take a look at the outside, but Google Earth will not give you pictures of the inside. And it's always helpful to give them the list of repairs, but also give them some pictures. And I don't I don't say you have to send, you know, 30 pictures of every room from 10 different angles, but, you know, maybe a half a dozen pictures of the inside of the house just to give them an idea of what it looks like in there. That's very helpful. So always provide pictures at the very least, the outside to save them the trouble of going to Google Earth and trying to look at the picture of the outside of the house. But, you know, sometimes Google Earth isn't exactly current either, right? It's close, but, it, you know, it may not be current. Google Earth might have a picture of the house when there's, you know, two feet of snow all over the place. You can't see what's going on. So if it's now springtime and you can see a little better, you should snap a picture and just send that along with it so that the uh, so that your end buyer or your, you know, the, the, the flipper, whoever you're selling to, has a good idea of what the house looks like inside and out. Okay, and lastly, number five, keep in contact with your buyers, right? A good wholesaler will keep in contact with their buyers to see if their requirements or their needs have changed. Don't keep blasting out the same house year after year after year. Give them a call, shoot them an email, get on Skype, whatever you have to do, but get in touch with them and see, hey, this is what I have listed for you is what you're looking for in a property has it changed? Is there anything different about your business now that would affect my criteria that I have for you? And believe me, they'll appreciate that. They'll appreciate the diligence. They'll appreciate uh, the personal touch of giving them a call and saying it. Chances are nine times out of 10, they're going to go, nope, everything's the same, same criteria. Um, just keep shooting me those houses. That works for me. But they may have something that changed and they may not think to call their wholesaler and tell them. They should, but they might not. So you giving them a call is going to be a nice personal touch. <clears throat> excuse me. So you should do that, right? A good wholesaler will do that. If you're a wholesaler and you disagree with any of this, by the way, feel free to jump in the show notes at the, at the bottom, make some comments, let me know what you think. You can always shoot me an email too at mike at juststartrealestate.com and we can, we can chat about it. But I think, you know, most people in, in my industry, especially flippers, would agree with what I'm saying. I mean, these are, these are pretty fundamental, but not all wholesalers do them, and, and a good wholesaler will do all these things, without a doubt. So that's my opinion on wholesalers. I love wholesalers, by the way. I'm not trying to you know, put them down or, or you know, give them a hard time. I'm not. I, I think wholesalers are great, and more people should use them. I wish there were more in my area. So again, a little shameless solicitation, but if you're a wholesaler in Metro Detroit, I would like to talk to you, maybe go out to lunch or, or uh, you know, go get something to drink later in the evening or something, but let's get together and talk. I want to I wanna talk to you about buying houses and, and see if we can work together and, and uh, improve both of our businesses this year. So anyways, that's my idea on, on wholesalers. That's what I think a good one consists of and what they will do. And uh, I say get out there, especially if you're a flipper, but for buy and hold people too, absolutely go find the good wholesalers in your area and buy houses from them and tell them what you need, tell them what you expect. And if they're good, they will do all of these things. Okay, that's all I have for today. 
Okay, guys, one last thing before we go. I would just like to ask, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you're really getting something out of it, if you think it provides value, then please go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. It helps me out a ton. It helps me reach more people. It allows me to help more people, and that's really what I'm trying to do here is help people. I'm trying to answer questions and and provide as much value as I can. And the best way for me to reach more people and to really provide value is for you to go and give me a rating and review. iTunes puts a ton, a ton of weight on that, and I really would appreciate it. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 